0: The topic of abortion has been a hotbed issue in America ever since Roe v. Wade. Today, the liberal culture not only values abortion, but it celebrates it, spinning what is clearly evil into the guise of women's health care and women's rights. It is viewed as progressive and victimless, resting on the idea that the unborn are unalive. As our nation continues to play God, claiming the authority to end pregnancies, believers need to remember what the Bible says about life within the womb. The most common biblical argument supporting God's sovereignty and the notion that life begins in the womb comes from Psalm 139, verse 13, which says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. But I wanted to highlight a couple of verses in Luke that are just as compelling. Concerning God's sovereignty when it comes to the unborn, it says concerning John the Baptist in Luke chapter 1, verse 15, For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. God had a plan for John even before he was born, and I believe that he has a plan for every unborn child. And with every abortion, his sovereign plan is subverted. As to the biblical evidence of life beginning within the womb, it goes on to say in verse 41, When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. So, even before being born, John the Baptist was alive and active within the womb. Through the Holy Spirit, he was able to sense Mary who was pregnant with Jesus. It says he leapt in her womb. Dead tissue can't do that. Even today, women feel the baby moving, kicking, and reacting to outside stimulus within the womb. To claim that the unborn is not living, should not be protected, and doesn't have rights is not ignorance, it is selfishness. Because I would argue that it is impossible, with all of the scientific evidence that we have, to believe that the unborn is not alive. There is biblical evidence supporting the truth that the unborn are not only living, but are worth protecting. And I believe that the scientific evidence that we've gained over the years is even more compelling. Yet our culture still seems to ignore the facts. We seem to want to take on the role of God and decide that only those children that are wanted should be born and those who are not wanted should be aborted. This is the pinnacle of selfishness. Jesus said that greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. If this is the greatest display of love, then how should we define someone who is willing to lay down the life of a child so that their life will not be disrupted? Thank you for listening to the Lord of My Life podcast, and be sure to visit our website at ktfproductions.com.